0: Sweet. Welcome to uh Sierra Nova Comics Podcast, episode number nine. Uh today, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to say that name. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, my name is Kyren
0: Silva. Kyr Ky, wait, cry, say it again. Kyron? Kyron Silva. Do you have yep. a spe, do you have it backwards? Is that why? No, that's how he spells it. I know the spell. Oh, just making sure. I'm a writer. <laughs> I shrank the font too, so it's also just hard to see. Um, oh, whoops, that's the wrong way. Let me make that bolder. <sighs> oh, yeah. I heard that. yeah, yeah. We don't show my last name because that just scares people. <laughs> 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 so yeah. So how how you uh doing today? Nice, so where are you from? Sacramento. Sacramento, Sacramento. nice, I got a bunch of friends over in that area, so yeah, they were saying it was like 109 yesterday, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh, that sucks, and apparently San Diego was like 75, so it was like, yeah, let's just, uh, you know. Yeah, San Diego, Northern California,
1: or Southern California is always mid-70s throughout the entire year, it sucks, I don't get that, but,
0: you know, whatever. (laughs) That's fun. So, uh, for all of our uh, audience members, uh, who are you and what do you do? Uh, Well, like I said, my name is Kyron Silva. I am the, yes, I am
1: Taurus Comics. Um, i produce comics for the last three years. I write, I draw, I letter, I color, I do everything
2: at this point. Awesome. Uh, What inspired you to make comics? I've always wanted to make comics. I was, like, yeah, 10, 11 years old, uh, starting off from,
1: like, watching TV Ninja Turtles and their <laughs> on, making my own little Ninja Turtle comics on themselves, um, and then about like, five or six years ago, my wife was like, why don't you just make your own comics, because I had always had, like, all these ideas that i I'd been writing down, um, had a bunch of sketches of drawings that I liked, and she was like, just make it, research when I need it, and write it on my own.
2: Yeah. Cause it's not easy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know, my life had this one. I figured it'd be something that I wanted to do. I
1: didn't realize six years
0: later, I'd be doing it for once. That is awesome. So, uh, what, what's your, uh, what's your ultimate goal with, uh, your comic books? Like, uh, where, where do you see this going in the future?
1: type thing but i love to be able to just say my comments are at different shops around the country about the world um, my ultimate dream would be the one day to come home and tell my wife hey babe you can quit your job I'm now doing this enough where I can support both
2: of us type of deal that's my ultimate dream that. yeah that's go, basically awesome. mine <laughs> yeah yeah we actually well oh so, go oh no go ahead oh. <laughs> okay um, so what I want is our company to basically be like what you said is like, we have like a big building, but I want, uh, other indie creators to actually come to our building and then they can like do their own shit, oh, nice. but well, we won't own you or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the own me, right? That's not- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, it's kind of like uh, being able to be like an incubator for yeah. indie creators and allowing them uh, the space and resources to grow uh, where most of the time, whether it's due to a lack of knowledge, a lack of resources, or a lack of resourcefulness just because they're unaware of what they do have, um, you know, it's something that we want to be able to help provide. So you guys are trying to drop the Alterna or the next uh, Action Labs where you just bring in other people's books and help them distribute it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not not just the distribution though. It's also the um, like. So we we've been helping connect people. So if they need artists, if they need writers, if they need um, you know letters, things like that. Then it's uh, we're we're trying to also just be a place where even even if you only use this as a resource and you know tangent it off and do your own thing, that's fine. It's just uh, we we realized as we were trying to just create our own company how hard it was. And so we're like, why don't we, while we're doing this, like document what we're doing so that we can help others figure it out a little faster. And so then okay. we're like, instead of just documenting it, why don't we document it and then create a company around helping others do that as well. So it's it's right. kind of this, uh, it kind of just keeps changing what we're doing along the way and adding to it, uh, you know, and and we meet people that are have a similar vision as well, and if they, if they have, um, if they advanced a little further in a certain section of what they plan on doing, uh, then, we'll, then we kind of just, like, partner with them and try to work with them and redirect people to them if they have the resource that we don't. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's right. <it, yeah. laughs>
2: so, uh, we actually have Shaman's Destiny on our platform, so why don't you tell people, like, what's that about?
1: Um, Shaman's Destiny, which I think you guys have issue one yeah. on your platform right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a six-issue mini series about a young shaman by the name of Malik, who is the latest in the long line of shamans from his grandfather, his father, everybody, in his household were shamans. Um, and the story starts is a coming-of-age story where he's learning about what it is to be a shaman, its abilities, and what it means to protect the world from being by that use of dark magic. Um, along the way, he battles
2: demons from other dimensions and he has to basically make his way from Mexico all the way through California up to Nevada to find the source of his power to
0: basically fight the final boss it's the ultimate story <laughs> that's awesome very cool Thank you. So yeah, he's got a yeah. good elevator pitch because that, that sums it up pretty good <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> and uh, how about XOB lightning Wheeler? Oh.
1: out in december um what that is is your standard superhero story about a young woman who gets the fumes of the fighting god from asia um, the difference though that most of the the characters in this story are all based off of a southeastern asian mythology there's a group of nomadic people from asia called mong um, that helped the united states during the vietnam war and i
0: pretty awesome. Is that actually what's behind you right now? Uh, this character
1: is Saw. Yeah. So, uh, nice. Right and then we have this is the main character from Shaman's Destiny and then this is the next series called Ruby from Planet Odds with Robert oh, I Harry. forgot about that one.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he just did a Kickstarter for it too. Oh yeah, why don't you tell us about that one as well then? <laughs> okay, well, Planet um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> is the sci-fi version of The Wizard of Oz. Into Oz, she now gets sucked up through an alien abduction. Lands on Planet Oz in, and she has to basically free the planet from the evil queen of the West. Nice. Um, along the way, she meets uh, with the lion, who is a cage fighter. Um, <laughs> and then is now a a um, soldier who has been experimented on, and now he's mostly robotic. And the uh, straw man Scarecrow, yeah,
0: I was like, oh yeah, it took me a second. Now,
1: Scarecrow is now a farmer whose family was wiped out during the Queen's rampage, and he went into binge drinking, almost killed himself, and Ruby basically saved him from getting his own
0: life. Nice, that's actually really awesome. Yeah. That's that's Thank definitely a cool, a cool spin on that i feel like it's i feel like the original Wizard of Oz is simply somebody telling that story but they were tripping on acid so everything was magic
1: <laughs> oh. I, don't, I don't know if you've ever
0: Yeah, I, I I did hear that there's a lot of stuff that they left out in the movie. Well, because like uh, movies back then, they they were very limited on what they could do. And yeah. uh but yeah, I did hear that there was a lot more like evil stuff that happened in the book that they left out for film's sake. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: and I I wanted to take aspects of that and put that into my story, and make it a little bit more um, not really adult theme, but more, more dark gruesome in it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It, it, that's it's funny too because there's. Uh, that that new movie the joker that's coming out and that that's like a huge controversy with that it's like people looking too much into the darkness and it's like you know sometimes sometimes talking about it is a good thing you know and the people that take it out of context and do evil things with it will take anything like oh something was burned into my toast this morning that must mean I'm supposed to go do something bad where it's like no like <laughs> those, pe- those people are beyond what these films are for and the people that make the films can't you know but like th- that's the reason they do it is to explore that dark side and it's, it's like some people's you know favorite movies and video games are when you explore the, the villains and stuff so it's always cool to like have a, a more in depth part of that yeah, I would love to see that. I mean, i like to see the Joker itself going through that dark side. It's most of the comics, he's been a dark
1: character. Yeah. Just people get this assumption that he's this happy-go-lucky clown from the 60s Joker, which was more campy in itself. But everything else was a very dark version of Joker, so I don't know why people had any problems with
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they needed to do, like, Death of the Family. Yeah. Or your <laughs> idea like, what they had. Uh, which you had, one um what they should have done for Batman vs Superman.
0: Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny because like I've I've seen I've I've read like the Dark Knight Rise or uh, the Dark Knight series like uh, the Dark Knight Dark Knight uh, two. I don't actually remember if they had a name, and then the Dark Knight three that came out last October two Octobers ago, and yeah. uh, they're great stories. But it's like when they made the Batman vs Superman, there's so much they could have done with that. To make it amazing and still have it be their own, like that's the thing is they didn't need to, you know, you know exactly copy the original Dark Knight, but like, just like where they went with it, if they just added a few more scenes here and there, that that movie could have been phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, same thing for
1: Justice. Like there are scenes in Justice that were really good and amazing, like the scene where they are fighting Superman and Superman catches the Flash. Like that was a badass scene.
0: Well, it's because they didn't do any character development up until that point. Batman didn't... You This is a new Batman, so we don't know what his demeanor is we don't know how close he is to you know like the old batman and robin or the you know dark knight like where is he on that scale and then and then you got um what was it aquaman who had no introduction and then like the flash who is basically like the only flash anyone's been seeing for the last few years is the one on uh what is it uh with the warner brothers or cw whatever it is right so you're used to that kind of version and then you get this guy who's even though he's smart, he's almost an idiot, right? Like it's it's yeah. it doesn't make any sense. And and then cyborg comes out of nowhere. Like Cyborg probably had the most in depth story in that movie, which I was actually very excited about because I would I would have loved to have seen just a cyborg movie. Like he's a fascinating character when you learn a lot more about him. And it's like that that would have been like that that was why I was excited that they did at least that. But like the flash, they were like, Yeah, hey, he's here. We've known about him. Cool, join. Like what? <laughs> Jesus like so yeah they definitely they definitely saw the opportunity of Avengers but didn't see why the Avengers was so great. They were like the reason why the Avengers was so great is cuz we loved every character individually and then they came together. And instead they're like, "Well, we did Batman, we did or we did Batman and Superman and we did Superman. Yeah, that's good enough. Let's just make them all fight now." And it's like it, it was it was crazy. But uh yeah. Anyways, off of Marvel and DC. So, uh <laughs> Uh, first off I was curious how many cons have you gone to? Uh at least I'd
1: probably do
0: about one a month one a month uh, damn that's uh, awesome how long have you been doing that for? about five years now
1: oh, no wait no three years about one month
0: That's that's promotion. That's pretty awesome. So that's <laughs> so that's very cool because one of the things that we're looking to do in the future is um, – because we were talking to another uh, group that's trying to do something similar to ours. They're trying to be completely nonprofit. We would like to be profitable, but one of the reasons why we do want to build – um, some income is the fact that we want to be able to use that money to go to conventions to actually help promote people that are working with us so if we see that you know Comic A on our site is doing really well we're going to pay to print them and then bring them to conventions with the income we're getting from uh you know distributing these online in the first place so it's yeah it's definitely very that's incredible that you know having gone to 50 cons yeah. how, how many unique conventions have you gone to
1: um, I mean, that's hard to say because, like, just this year alone, I think I've gone to seven or eight different unique cons. But every year it's going to be different. Like, um, I just got signed up for next month to do an in store signing for a store that's going to be like a Halloween theme event. And I've done that all for last year, too. So it, it varies depending on where it's going to be at. Um, but, I mean, I'll probably say. Right, I just threw something on my dog, hold on. <laughs> she was asleep right next to me, and I dropped something off the table, and you got mad. I think that you think cons are weird because you don't know what to expect also. So it's, it's, sometimes it's a little scary to do a comedy that you haven't done before, or something that's not out of your normal you know, normal genre that you want to do. Like a lot of people say I, I should try a um, like horror uh, Made more sci-fi, events I'm like, well, my stuff isn't
0: really, you know, targeted to that kind of audience. And if I can't guarantee that I'm at least going to make people, I probably won't do it. Yeah, well, and uh, and honestly, it's it it can be fun to branch off, but if you've already got something that you're you're really diving into, people are already enjoying it. it it's it's good to almost double down on that, as opposed, you know, like what is it, um, Gary Vaynerchuk? You you follow him at all?
1: It sounds, it sounds
0: familiar. Is that he,
1: the, the he, What? Is that the, like,
0: the out uh, well guy? Uh, he does a lot of stuff like that. He hates to be called that, but, yeah, he's he's the guy that – actually, oh, I got to – wait, What's that? There's a poster of him over there, although that's a oh. cartoon version of him, ironically, written on a comic book. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's the guy that does social media marketing, and um, but, yeah, he does a lot of talks where he, like, talks to uh, – or a lot of, like, keynote speeches where he talks to people, and he's like, it's all about being happy as opposed to making a ton of money. But, uh, what was I bringing him up? Um, damn it. I was bringing him up for a reason. I, like, totally tangented. Uh, what were we just talking about? We we're talking about conventions, conventions, going to ones you haven't been. Oh, tangenting off to horror as opposed to sticking with your your niche. He, he talks about, um, you know, doubling down on your strengths and just letting someone else cover your weaknesses. Like, don't, like, um, there's actually another guy, Tim Ferriss, he talks about, you know, you should, anything. You should take everything that you you do for whatever you're doing and you and to eliminate some of those tasks, uh you can delegate to others, completely eliminate and remove, automate if you can with like software um, or and then the last one's liberate, which is you know handing off even your reins to somebody else. Obviously that's different if you're an artist because that's the part that you're doing, but everything else, whatever you can um, reduce is uh super helpful in that sense. And then you can only focus on your craft. and become so good at that that it, you know, that's you want to stand out for one thing. Because if you're known for everything, you're known for nothing. Like it's very hard to uh, be the all around guy. <laughs> I get that. Like
1: I'm working with a writer right now, a writer and an artist team to produce a. Uh, it's a series that's based off of the song "Grandma Got Ran Over by a
0: Reindeer." <laughs>
1: like, everybody knows the song, but if you actually listen to them, it's a very gruesome story. Grandma's walking down the street, she gets ran over by this random reindeer, no one knows what happened, everybody thinks she was drunk. And I was like, well, why can't I turn that into, why can't we see that what actually happened? So I decided I'm going to do that. And I started working with a writer by the name of Joseph Dulles, who he goes into a little bit of, more of a horror niche than I do. But like, dude, you're, you're perfect for this, that's the type of the story I want to tell this. So I that's get awesome. that in.
0: That's good. Actually, uh, on onto the the last question too. Um, uh, basically, one of the things that holds a lot of creators back is not being able to find you know find the time to do what they need to do to get stuff done. How do you, how do you specifically set aside time to you know for your creation, for your promotion, for everything that you do to grow your um, you know grow it from nothing to something and then share it. Um, late nights and
1: early mornings are the best like, uh, time for me to work. And then I get this about an hour to two hour gap when my, all my kids are at school. So I have three boys that are in high school, elementary school, and preschool. So I have like, about a two hour gap where I'm not dropping off kids or taking care of money. I keep <laughs> my life so quick, do any kind of promotion and work I can, and then get off and do family stuff again. But mostly it's I'm up. Drop them off to school starting at seven, and then I get done with family stuff around nine o'clock at night, and I'm sometimes working until like midnight, just doing what I can. So that's then you a, have that's to find awesome. the time, and <laughs> so, and, and, and you have to find if you're like me, with a family you have to make sure that your family's is okay with that also, and that they understand and they're willing to work with you, because if your your family's not going to be okay with it, you're going to
0: have more turmoil than just finances. No, very very good point. No, that's awesome because uh, yeah, that's that's funny too because uh, yeah, that that is something Gary preaches is like you should be pushing um, on all of those edges where you can. Like you know, if if you don't have time, stay up an extra hour later. It's fine. You can give up a little bit of sleep. It's okay. Like You know, yeah. th- you know it, it's okay to lose a little sleep now so you can have your dream in the future as opposed to well, at least I was well rested before I died. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a very. Uh, <laughs> so it is it's so true though like that's the kind of stuff where like you know a lot of people when they they can't find time it's it's mostly because they're exhausting themselves in a job they hate so when they get home and have the time they're so mentally fatigued and they don't realize that if they just pick up the pen or start typing whatever it is that they need to do whether it's their business or it's comic books you know if they just get a little into it that that autopilot will kick in if it's something you're really passionate about and you, know, you yeah. just gotta go with it
1: if, if you're really wanting to uh, just take that moment and, and try it. you'll find that once you start putting yourself into whatever your goal is you'll start getting there it might take a little bit longer because you have to rest or go to work or what, what have you but once you get home take care of yourself for an hour or so and then just do it don't don't complain that it's gonna be hard or you're gonna be tired just, just do, it. do you'll, it you'll find that extra <laughs> bit of energy
0: absolutely so uh i guess while we still got you here uh what 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 are some other interesting things just about you like what are you doing what do you do in life outside of comics
1: um probably the most interesting thing is i am practicing
0: taekwondo Um, my son and i practice it my son just got his black belt last
1: year in december and i get my black belt next year very cool Uh, so my second it will be my first black belt
0: What what martial arts was that? Uh, Tongsudo. Tongsudo? Is that what you said?
2: Yeah, Tongsudo. It's a North Korean style, Tongsudo. And then Taekwondo is South Korean style. Very cool. I'm a yellow belt. In what? Taekwondo. I was a yellow belt a very long time ago and then there was like a tournament that we had to go to and they're like i'm like okay but my family has this like like water park thing planned and they're like okay so you either get your face kicked in or you go to the water park i'm like i'm gonna go to the water park (laughs) so after that they're like yeah you're
0: gonna you're done with this i was like oh all right whatever (laughs) That was fun. Yeah. It, um Greg knows, but yeah, I, I've been uh taking G Kune Do for like the last five years. Um oh, wow. yeah, so that that's been awesome. I actually just took uh what'll be my last test for a while i 'cause I'm I'm moving to Nashville in like two days. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's gonna be fun. But um the uh but the school I've been going to uh Like literally last night, I just passed my like level seven test. They have ten levels in the in uh, the art. Not not in all of them, because it depends on what lineage you go to, what school you go to, and uh, they have a bunch of different random random ways to advance. They don't have like a synchronized way that all the schools function, which is also kind of cool. It's a um, specifically because there's like two versions of it. There's like uh, the martial arts. Of G, martial art of Jeet Kune Do, and then there's the philosophy of Jeet Kune Do, and the philosophy is a much more fluid thing so for example at my school I've learned Muay Thai Silat um, um, uh, what else I've learned Wing Chun uh, push hands uh, Greco-Roman wrestling um, you know so, like Ran uh, what was it? I've learned a little bit of Taekwondo specifically, obviously for kicking because they're very effective. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, that that's one of the things that we do is like the philosophy itself is take that which is useful, discard what is useless, and add what is uniquely your own, and that's the reason why it can be so fluid in so many schools. Um, where the uh, the martial art of Jeet Kune Do is known as Zhang Fang Gong Fu, which is uh, so Jeet Kune Do was created by Bruce Lee and Dan Inosanto uh, obviously the late Bruce Lee, but Dan Anosanto still around and he's got his, uh, lineage, which is where I branch off of. And, uh, there's another uh, side of students that were under Bruce and they teach like how he did Jeet Kune do as opposed to the philosophy. So it's like, this is how he punched and kicked. So that's how you should do it. And then there's also like, um, you know, he- here's a general rule. So like in general, we don't kick to the head, but I still kick to the head all the time. It's just that it's such a, it's so easily seen, that it's very easy to dodge when you're in like a like a, a real fighting situation. It's it's very it's very easy to just lean back a little bit when <laughs> when you're in kicking range. Uh, at least you know at least if you're training for it, obviously, and not everyone's gonna dodge that. But it's also easy to get caught. It's easy to get you know all that stuff. So that that like that's one little small rule. But yet, I still kick to the head. It's not like I don't do it. It's just one of those like guidelines, which is why I like it. There's a lot of things like that where it's, uh you know, they kind of like they're like this is how you can do stuff. But yeah, maybe you're really good at kicking, so add those in every once in a while, as opposed to you know maybe you can't pick your leg up past your hips because you're older, right? So don't don't kick up like that. <laughs> That's
1: <So>. not right. Yeah. <laughs> older like I can't get my leg up as high.
0: <laughs> oh, you just, just got to get into yoga, that's all. That's that's what I do. <laughs> i sorry, it's too much work. <laughs> it's like, listen, I'm trying to create a comic book. I don't got time for yoga and taekwondo. That is, exactly. I got time for one of these, that's it. Now, I told my son that once I get my black belt, I'll probably branch off
1: to something else. Because uh, our school also does judo, and I wanted to try that for a while. Very
0: cool.
1: So, Maybe I might switch into that, because I just won't have time to do both
0: practices. I'm yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely judo or if, uh, if there is something around there that does like BJJ, if you want to get into grappling, like that stuff's really good. Like that'll, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, one of my, uh, my classmate or my uke, the one that we both spar with and I, we've been leveling up since we joined, he, uh, started going to a BJJ school, like while still going to our school. So I, I, I've been doing, I've been rolling with him, you know, wrestling essentially and, uh. We we've been going back and forth and and for a while that was like where my forte was like I could get him quite a bit of time you know uh, most of the time and all of a sudden he starts doing BJJ and I start to get him in something he just sneaks the you know fuck out I'm like oh my god like what what just happened so like that yeah that's that stuff's really good Judo's amazing at throwing but like BJJ like once you get to the ground like they're they're crazy like. He has his own training facility here too. Yeah, that sounds familiar. I there, there's, a, there's so many names, I lose track of them now just because uh, my, my, my instructors talk about like, look at this guy, look at that guy. Cause like I said, we, we learn from various martial arts and then we apply them into our, like into how we would use things. So like, like we have a, a specific stance that we'll use, but we alt, we can alter that stance how we want. So we have the Bai stance, like the, just our fighting stance. But like, there's been plenty of times while I'm sparring with someone, I'll go to like a more Muay Thai, I'll get the elbows involved, you know, and it's a, it's very, it's very cool. But because of that like whenever yeah I get tangented off to names I'm like I I've, I've lost track of names but uh but that's the cool thing I I'm, I'm actually in March I'm going to be moving out to San Francisco after my Nashville move <laughs> so I'll actually be out in that area cuz there's so many there's so many martial arts out there which will be incredible like I I'll, I'll be able to have a you know a choice of whatever I want to learn but there's definitely quite a few I'd love to advance in like you know BJJ I'd love to learn more of Muay Thai I'd love to learn even like the uh the original Kung Fu, the uh you know the, what is it, the five the five animals, you know, the fighting style where it's like uh monkey, tiger, crane, snake, and um what is it? What's the other one? Damn, I always forget it. Crane, snake. oh mantis. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. No, it's not <laughs> Yeah, it literally is. I know that's what I was running through my head 'cause it's all yeah, 'cause that's how they made that. Each of the five animals other than the panda is those five fighting styles, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty funny. And actually the other day, uh, a friend of mine who takes uh tiger, I was actually doing a like a like not sparring but like a just a drill where one of them's attack, like he's just attacking me and I'll defend and then I'll just attack him and he'll just defend. And it's like so awesome like going from what I know having to fight someone who knows something totally different and it's like really awesome too to know that. Cuz that's the reason I like JKDs. It's essentially it's it was one of the first Mixed martial arts. It's known as a hybrid martial art because it takes from a bunch of various arts. Yep. And uh, so it's very cool to be able to, like, you know, spar with someone where I have to, like, think about what I'm doing a little bit more, but to know that what I'm learning actually is still very effective, which is awesome. <laughs> that is so
1: <not> awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually,
2: uh, what we are planning on doing with our comics is uh, for our artists, for this very big villain that we have planned in the future, he just does random fighting shit, like, choreograph, when he's just in the kitchen or whatever. Like, not even to me. Sometimes to me. <laughs> he beats the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and we're actually gonna, like, videotape us, like, doing choreograph moves, and then we're gonna, like, slow it down so the artist can try to draw that. Because we uh, want... Yeah. Because we want, um...
0: Yeah, realism. Yeah. yeah,
2: so it's just fucking awesome. So yeah. all of the action scenes or most of them are gonna be actually acted out. The ending of our first of the first story for the Seer Chronicles, we already acted it out. We yeah. didn't do it on video, but we, he acted it out because the thing I had, um,
0: it wasn't as good as what he did. <laughs> yeah, so it's funny. Like he's he's like the creator, and I'm just like the editor. So I'll just go through and be like. This is a good start. (laughs) But we might want to talk a little bit more about what's going on over here because you kind of just skip this entirely. And then sometimes they'll just go way in depth on something. I'm like, you can't do that much in one panel, that's a lot. (laughs) Like you had six different motions in this one little scene. We gotta break that apart a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works out, so it's it's cool. Cause like that's kind of how I work with everything else. Like uh, I, I'm not always great at coming up with an initial idea, but if you give me like a small piece of an idea, like I'm like, oh man, you could do this, this, and this, like I, I tangent off with all these other things, but it's that it's that little spark that's you know I need, which is awesome. Cool. So, uh, well, uh, I guess uh, you know because we don't have any. You know more direct questions do you have anything else uh, you'd like to say to uh, any of the viewers out there um, no i mean i
1: just appreciate you guys having me on. This was
0: fun yeah and uh,
1: you know, I hope we can do
2: it again
0: yeah absolutely and uh, so if people are looking for you where do you want to lead them what's uh what wh- what platforms are you on and what's the uh, the tag <laughs> well,
1: um my main website is torchcom.com um i'm on facebook instagram Tumblr and twitter all To to like,
0: share, review, whatever you want. Okay. Awesome. So we'll keep you on for a second more, but uh, we're going to end the podcast here. So thanks for joining us.